to touch on the post that we just put out about a little add-on to the podcast. We got a blog that we just started up. So That's right. Things that we will cover or, or not cover, but, you know, we're going to... We have another medium, I guess, to uh, throw out our opinions and such, and um, I'm fired up about it. I, I'm all about it. I think it's going to be exceptional. Just kind of adds a little bit of, you know, a little bit of, you know, people get to see who we are, yeah. more of a, you know, we're not we're not literate, but we can write some shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, we're excited about that, so look at our posts on Insta, and, um, you know, take it from there. But, welcome to episode 28 of sports banter with Mr. Peanut and the polar bear of course with his water bear. getting set up, settled in if you will. No longer wheezing. No, last week no was tough. No longer sneezing. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you sound much better. Oh, I be feel honest. much better. Fuck. We did take a few stoppages during recording last time because my guy over here couldn't breathe. At and one point I think we just started laughing our ass maybe off. Maybe it's because <laughs> you're further away from Antarctica than you'd like to be. There you go. But it was no good. It was no, <laughs> no good. So happy to see that you're breathing and no longer ah, I feel just so much better. <laughs> what was the ticket? How, how'd you get here? It's a completely different guy. I, you know, just asked the doctor for some antibiotics and I was getting There them. you go. Antibiotics, you know, cures all. Water, rest, <laughs> you know, everything. Everything that your mom tells you to do. Oh, love it, man. But let's, let's dive into it, shall we? I'm all about First it. thing, the Cleveland... Indians are no longer such. No, they are not. We're looking at the Cleveland Guardians they decided on. Um, so, for starters, what do you think of the new name? Well, okay, so the, I, there's two thoughts. The first one is, I don't know if you saw... So, supposedly, there's like a, there's like a road that's next to Cleveland Stadium. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that at those of that road there's two uh art deco pillars that have the guardians of the highway um the history buff in me absolutely loves that like okay that's a nod one it's a nod to the city two it's a it's an item that people who are very familiar with cleveland they know exactly what the Mm -hmm. fuck it is so in that sense i really like it my kind of opposing thought of that for the guardians is it's kind of out of nowhere and <laughs> yeah i mean that's what i thought you know i'm just kind of like where's the background to this well you also said like on instagram when oh yeah first came out you're like isn't that the angels and i thought that was perfect yeah was like yeah it is the angels they just took that yeah i mean the logo with the wings i mean if you look at the old you know if you i think actually the first logo for the uh, Anaheim Angels was an mm. A with two wins. It, yeah, it's 100% right. And so for me, that's where I came up with that <laughs> thought process was, why the, what the fuck is this? Like, is this just the MLB going like, well, fuck it, just figure out a name. I don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, get it done. Just get it done. That's what so it we, felt like. Yeah. And, and that's, what I, that's what I mentioned in the blog about it because I was heavily against the name. I just think it's lame more than anything. And the logo itself looks like double A. Double A, single A. Oh, I didn't think about that, that. type of now thing. I, yeah, it it just appears as if they like I said. It was half assed. Yeah, it was exactly. It was half assed or like uh, Guardians, and they're like, eh, it's not the worst. Also, and then they, they just go with it. Also, with that being said, you know, 
how much did and I, I don't know I haven't looked into it but mm-hmm. how much did the city have an effect or an opinion on the name because I can tell you this if I'm in fucking Cleveland I, I no yeah that I'm, ain't happening am I buying Guardians shit no. absolutely not no do I want to sh- I, it just it doesn't get 100 me hundred bucks they fucking give you a shirt with wings on it and yeah. say you're the Guardians and it's bullshit I don't see they're people, gonna make a hat with yeah. wings it's just gonna look really bad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see the allure of getting Guardians apparel. Like, I mean, you know, I like I said, I'm not a Cleveland guy, but I just think the name. Who's sticks. their marketing person? Like, <laughs> that's not good. A 90 year but, old woman. Again, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess, and I need to do my own research in that sense of understanding where and why that came up, which I I do get the city part of it, which I do like. Um, but you said how much did the city have involvement in it? And my thing is, were the like why weren't the fans more involved in Thank it? Thank you. Um, it takes me back to when Oklahoma City got the basketball team, and they did. I thought they did it perfect. They got the fans completely involved in it, basically choosing the team, and they just made a bracket of I don't know how many teams it was. Let's say it yeah. was thirty-two team names, and they just vote on team names, and it goes to the next round and. Ended up being the Thunder, and the OKC Thunder, I think, is a pretty good name for a basketball team, and it goes well. Well, and also, you know... And you're involving the city where everyone is... It's like, okay, well, we chose this. That's exactly what I was just about to say, is the fact of the matter is, is you're getting the city involved Mm -hmm. to make the decision for their team. Yeah. It, I mean, they're the ones that are going exactly, right? and that's they're what living and dying. By. That's that's what is the is I guess what's so concerning with this is the fact that there was a group of people mm-hmm. that that within the d- organizations that they're decided this. to an extent, yeah, exactly that decided on this option, not having any, you know, say say from yeah. the fans. Which, as a Cleveland fan, if I was a Cleveland Indians fan. I would be pretty fucking pissed. Yeah. Well, plus the Indians' name goes back a long time. Obviously, now it's, you know, not kosher. Not, not kosher. You know, with the twenty twenty one era, and that's fine. But like you said, when you're gonna change a name that's been the team name for a hundred years or whatever it is, I don't think you just slap. Hey, we're the Guardians. No, and you know what? That's and and who knows? We don't know the situation. They may have been. They may have been getting pressure from the MLB. You know, they, it, sure. They, yeah. That that That's in itself point. is a whole conversation, but you know what? I think Cleveland would have dealt with, you know, do what Washington did. It's just exactly it, what it's I. It's just the Cleveland baseball team, and you know what? <laughs> yeah, Until, let us figure it out. Honestly, it looks Washington football team look a lot better for yeah, waiting it, it out. It really and just does. Like, this is a placeholder, and we're gonna figure it out. And you know what, people? I mean, to me, I mean, we're totally flipping sides here, but to me, I like. The Washington football team. It's I, grown, yeah. I it, have. I thought it was the most ridiculous thing at first, and now I don't. I wouldn't say I'm all in on it, but it's more like okay, Washington football. You team. understand it, and yeah. you're, you're you're accepting of the situation at hand, and you also know it's not the end result. No. so it's fine. I I completely. It's a nice agree. something on the table, but you know that they're hope. I mean, we'll see what name they come up with, right? But yeah. Um, and at least appears on the outside like they're taking their time and trying to figure out what fits and what's going to mesh well with their city. I've and then you got to, Cleveland yeah. that's got no fucking idea what they're I've doing. I've talked to a few Cleveland fans, and they have been out on all the names that were suggested and then ends up with Guardians, and they're like, I mean, <coughs> I'm not about this at all. Yeah, that's fucked. 
and going from a team name change where you're staying baseball, Big Friday. Well, it's a team changes now, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Right. We're flipping teams. That's right. Because the trade deadline is Friday. And for us Padre fans... Man, it is getting close. That, I really yeah. not... There's a lot of stuff out there. Um, so far, the Padres have made the biggest splash getting Adam Frazier from the Pirates um, for virtually no one, which, again, A.J. Preller, build the statue? We're a few more trades away yeah, from what did, building the statue, but the first trade, unbelievable. Three like prospects, right? So three prospects. Adam Frazier is an all-star, leading the league in hits. Uh, he's batting three twenty four. And we traded exactly three prospects that I don't know off the top of my head, except uh, Tuku Marcano, who came up earlier, but whatever. Um, so that's the biggest first splash. And But there's a lot of names out there, like my Cubs. we got Craig Kimbrell, Rizzo, Bryant, Baez. We'll see if the Cubs completely unload their you know, nucleus, which I absolutely hate because I don't understand why we're starting from scratch when we don't have to. That's another topic that we will address later on. You got Max Scherzer. Um, Padres. <laughs> we need... Oh, I'm all in on Scherzer. That would, that's a build the statue trade right there. If we can make that happen... It's a build you... It's st- a big price. Let's do it. It's... Like I said with the whole... <laughs> like I said with Manny and I said with uh, Fernando. I will fucking put some cash up just to ensure. <laughs> it's not much, but you know what? Uh, yeah, no, well, but we're contributing. Yeah. What do you need, Max? I got, you know, I got a couch here. Got a fucking what house? do you need? What do you need? Like? <laughs> what do you need? No, if Max Scherzer gets traded to the, because so here's my thing. I think he's either going to go to one team in the NL West. And I know the Dodgers are for sure going to be pushing for him yeah. because they lost uh, their best, not best pitcher, but, you know, a key guy Yeah. in Bauer. So, I think they're going to go all in for Scherzer. And if you're the Padres, you can't let that happen. So, you're almost trading for him. So, the other two teams don't get him. Plus, no, you have uh, to the do positive, so much shit. Yeah. Plus, the positive impact he's going to bring to your team. Yeah. With playoff experience. I mean, he's just a dog. I would... Max Scherzer and the Padres would completely change oh. the dynamic of the team and our <laughs> plateau, if you will. It would... It, it, I'm at a loss for words at how exceptional it would make us you know oh my god it changes everything i mean adam frazier is a good start a lot of people are saying hosmer might be on the go as well what do you think about that you know what's funny is with the whole frazier thing my first thought was where's he gonna play and how's Mm -hmm. it gonna go into our our lineup and you know you move cronenworth to first get that guy you know I mean, look, I, Hosmer's hitting, what, like 284 right now, I think? It's like 260. Yeah. I mean, the hot hand is Jake the Rake. Yep. And with that being said, it just kind of creates this whole, um, a little bit more of a fluid team in that sense. If we get, um, Fra- I mean, if we have Frazier in the lineup, but again... You're saying Hosmer might be out? I mean, that's... I think it's Hosmer or Myers is going to go. Because today, we have Frazier in left field, Bam in right field, Myers is on the bench. Mm. And then if you said, you know, if we did the Cronenworth at first, 
and then Frazier at second. You know, there's going to be Hosmer or Myers on the bench, which I don't think either of those guys are going to be happy in that role. No. So I think you have to move them. Good. But does Hos? I mean, Hosmer is definitely a veteran in the game. Loves yeah. to win that. I mean, is he? The, I don't know if he's the type of guy that can be like, let me ride it and understand that this is going to push for the win. You know, mm-hmm. w- what do you do that? Because Hosmer was brought in as a veteran of the game, right? To kind of build the culture right. for the Padres, and he's done an exceptional job at totally that. Totally agree. So I guess where does where do those roles go now? And mm-hmm. I mean, look, I don't want with the with the pickup. I don't want to lose what these guys have done. Totally agree. And it's and that's that makes me feel a little. I'll be honest, a little sad. Uh-huh. And that's where I'm hoping there's an understanding with the organization. You know, and I think that's the hardest part as a fan during the trade deadline when you're in contention is that you're gonna probably lose some of the guys that have been here for a while and that you want to stay have them stay with the team but maybe it doesn't make sense with the alignment of the team but like you said um and weirdly enough i feel like a lot of padre fans are already like oh trade hosmer trade hosmer i'm like well wait a sec he's still he's not like trash you know he's bad he's batting 270 260 in that range great clubhouse guy leader um so I'm more on what you're saying about the culture and the camaraderie. I think that's huge for a team to get that next step. So uh, a little strange that Padres fans are so quick to like flip on a guy that's been there through the struggle. Even if he's not having the best year, he's not having the worst year either. So let's, but let's he's pump also, the brakes yeah. on that, especially if we don't trade him. You know That play you just made. There you go. <laughs> so, But again, with the trade deadline, I think there's just so much that is going to happen. Today's Tuesday, so... Like, on Friday, there's going to be so much movement and, you know, guys are going to be going everywhere. The way Preller operates, who knows? Who knows who's expendable, who's not? And all we know is that he's going to put whatever he has to on the table to make this team a World Series team this year. Well, and with that being said, you know, you kind of... See, now I'm starting to think of, like, what kind of moves the Padres can make. You know... You know, just think about it. Like, let's let's just, for shits and giggles here, like, imagine you put up Myers and Hosmer. Those are two really great guys to the same trade, right? And let's just say it's going for Scherzer. Mm-hmm. You get two of those guys in your clubhouse. I mean, they're both doing pretty damn well this year. And then you get Scherzer to us. And then you have, you know, second base, you move... Um, Frazier. Frazier. Or you keep Frazier in the outfield. And then you keep you move Cronenworth to first, and then at second you have um, oh I can't think of his name, oh, he just dyed his hair blonde. Kim. Kim, I mean you kind of have that versatility, and what yeah. we it's what we've talked about with the Padres too is the Padres have this versatility finally with yeah. our lineup in the fact of the matter it's like okay well we we got. We got Kim over here. We can put Kim, you know. Right. We can put, we can put Frazier in left. We can put Cronenworth at first. We can put Cronenworth at second. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, a key point is that the Padres have so many options of who they can trade. I mean, uh, I heard before they made the Frazier trade, they were looking at Trevor Story to put him in center field. 
I mean, nothing. The there are no rules. Yeah. There are no rules to this shit. And Preller, look, I don't know what goes on in that man's brilliant mind, but, you know, I'm not thinking put a former all-star shortstop in center field, but he is. And if he if he's doing it, I'm all in. You know, I'm... I'm 100% in on whatever decisions they make, even if it's a guy like Hosmer or Myers has to go, because we're competing with, like, we're in third right now. We're, we have a good record, but we're in third place, and the Dodgers and Giants are both going to be making moves. Like I said, uh, I think Kimbrell goes to the Dodgers because Jansen's been struggling. Yep. I think, And I heard today the Giants just called the Cubs about Chris Bryant, which I would absolutely hate, but that would be a great move for them. And I can um, see that move being done because Chris gets yeah. closer to home. And yeah, and the Cubs are just in this oh we need to sell everybody mode. So I I wouldn't be surprised. But in order for the Padres to take that next step and get out of this third place second, you know on the road wild card thing, yeah. they're gonna have to make a Scherzer type move because the Dodgers and Giants are definitely making their own. And then throughout the league, you know Nelson Cruz is on the Rays now, and. Right now it's a little slow, but when we get to Friday, trust me, it's gonna be freaking guns blazing. Tomorrow, tomorrow's gonna be a pretty. Big, <laughs> tomorrow's gonna be a pretty big day. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. So when we talk about this next week, it's gonna be like, where did all these guys end up, and what yeah. does it look like now? But right now, I think for us, we're hoping that the culture that we've built and that we can bring in a guy like Scherzer without losing that, but. That might not happen, but because we might have to give up the house for him. But so let's say we give up Hosmer, uh, Hosmer, and like four of our best prospects for Scherzer. Are you in on that? Three or four, like Gore. I'm in it. I'm in on it because it's giving me gratitude now of like a potential World Series. Right. Well, I think that's you only make that move if you think. Max Scherzer's the piece away that we need. Yeah. What I will say is do it because it'll get me a World Series. Let's just say he's the piece. Mm-hmm. What I will say is I'll be a Hosmer fan for the rest of my yeah. life. Absolutely. Like, wherever he goes, like, I'll, yeah. I'll follow him. Like, I'll follow him until he retires because he's, he's made s- such an impact on our team. Fireworks. Yeah. Not gunshots, <laughs> fireworks. Um, but he's made such an impact on our team and on yeah. me as a fan. So, yeah, fuck it. Do it. Yeah. Credit to Hosmer. Hopefully he stays so we don't, you know, we're talking about it as, as if he's already gone. But No, but we're doing a hypothetical situation. Right. Hypothetically, if he is in a big deal like that. I mean, look, then... we're trying to get to where we're right. Adam Schefter, but right now we're right. just in sports banter. <laughs> All right. So, transitioning out of, you know. No better transition than Our saying love. the word transition. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but going straight into hard knocks, you know, football with, you know, just personal opinion, not a team I really want to follow, but the Cowboys. <laughs> so hard knocks starts next week um, with the Cowboys. How are you feeling about it, Rick? I am on board. This is like the second time the Cowboys have been the team to do it. And Jesus Christ. Okay, so... I do like Dak Prescott. I do like Ezekiel Elliott. After that, I mean, who cares? The Cowboys and the NFC East in general are, they, they're just such a frustrating division to watch every year because you need about six wins to win the division. And all those games are separated by some weird 
like muffed punt or fumble that's kicked out of the end zone. And now the Eagles beat the Giants by two. So the count, like you said, I'm not, I love hard knocks though. Hard Knocks this series. I don't want that to sound yeah. like I hate Hard Knocks. That was that's purely a on. knock on the Cowboys, which we knocked on like episode like four. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, I don't know. So Hard Knocks itself is awesome because you go behind the scenes and you go with uh, they follow certain guys who they find a storyline with that aren't necessarily stars, but they're guys who go through the grind of trying to make the team. Um, you know, and they got seven guys in their position group and yeah. the team's only going to take three. So you also see things like, uh, the rookie show, which I love. I, I think the HBO's kind of gone away from that a little bit. I wish they would go more to that because it gives you the camaraderie side of football. The, you know, the, just like the fun stuff that w- helps you get through the hard grind days, especially when you're fighting for a job like that. I absolutely love Hard Knocks. I, everything that you just it's said, I really agree with. The only thing that I wish would happen with Hard Knocks is I wish it would go the whole season or at least halfway into the season. I love the whole preseason. That's great. But, you know, like, understand, like make it more, make it longer. But yeah. through the transition, start picking different people. Mm-hmm. And like, give us a glimpse into what that every day is like. Because yes, like preseason, you know, spring, uh, spring training, things like that. Like you're learning about, um, you're learning about like guys that may or may not be on the team. But you get just follow the team, right? Yeah. Like show them traveling. Show them doing this. Like I, I want to see more of that. I guess for me, I'm I'm upset that it's so short. Yeah, I think they've shortened it too. Like when it started yeah. with the Baltimore Ravens in like 2000, I feel like they did way more yeah. in depth stuff, and now it's like we're kind of gonna give you like an outsider look in, but we're not gonna be yeah. truly in. Um, and I think that's probably what the teams want because like other teams are watching. Of course, sure, yeah, sure. of course. I but as a that. fan, you want to see everything about everything because it's yeah. so you know these are these are the best. And the best football players in the planet. So you want to go behind the scenes and see what that day-to-day is like. Um, now, just know. quick transition from that, because you and I want to know more with football and, like, fans. What do you think of the whole, like, Peyton Manning, uh, Eli Manning, like, show that ESPN is doing? Are you familiar with that? I'm not. So, so again, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but so what they're going to do is they're essentially – they started this last year on ESPN, but what it'll be is it'll be Eli and Peyton essentially watching the game and kind of like breaking down film with okay. them while they're doing it. I think it's really cool. The only issue is is that it's not live time. It's like a player two behind. Yeah. So you're actually following it. Kind of like Hard Knocks, if you will. Like you get So it's during the regular season, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're watching a game live... And Peyton Manning and Eli Manning to break. That's pretty cool, I think. Peyton Manning is actually like a really uh, eloquent guy on TV. Yeah. And he's funny. He's articulate. Eli Manning, not so much. But no. I'm sure being with his brother will kind of loosen him up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I really like the idea. I really yeah. like that. And we'll get more information. I'll get more information yeah. for it. But going uh, just back to the hard knocks. <coughs> Uh, it'll be interesting. Some storylines for sure is Dak Prescott returning from that gruesome ankle injury that we covered. 
Um, uh. He's got a lot to uh, prove. Just if he's all right and he's one hundred percent because he's know, that's you know so sketchy. Uh, you'll obviously will be <laughs> there'll be interviews with Jerry Jones. He's a he's a character. Yeah. For some reason, he thinks the Cowboys are like a step away from the Super Bowl every year. Well, and I don't be surprised when they win like four games. But... I don't know if you saw what I t- posted <laughs> today. On my Instagram about where they were practicing, like yeah, they... what was that? Well, t- so I mean, to me, so what you posted was it looked like a baseball field, dude. First of all, is Jerry Jones losing fucking money? What's going and on? And it looked, yeah, it's like what the Dallas Cowboys can't find a, <coughs> a you know practice facility that yeah, what the fuck isn't at a baseball field in the middle yeah, of nowhere. That was super weird. Um, the Cowboys themselves. Hopefully, if it's going to be the Cowboys, like, let's go in depth with everything. Yeah. If we're going to do this, like, America's team thing, which I don't get because they haven't been good since we've been alive. So, um, do you have any, like, series in the past that you kind of look to as what got you into it? Or, well, bear with me because my cough is yeah, ultimately you're coming back. Wheezy McCarl Jr. <coughs> Excuse me, I can cut out a cough, which is nice. Um, you know what? Not really. Honestly, I can't remember just how I... I can't remember... I was super young. Yeah, I can't remember how... I mean, you know, your dad was probably like, we're fucking watching this! <laughs> you know, where with me, I, I don't really know... I don't know what got me in to Hard Knocks. I don't really have a season that, like, was kind of the kickoff. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I will say I did... I did like the Raiders season. Yeah, um, and I the, did too. The reason, like, the reason being is, you know, I really like their their uh, rookie safety. I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah, the LSU guy. Yeah, who broke his uh, arm, who broke yeah. his arm. He just plays with the intensity that I really like. Yeah. that you and I respect yep. a lot in football. Um, I really like. A lot of people don't like him, but I like Richie Incognito. Yeah, I'm out on that. I, he no, is such an asshole. No, that, that's fine. <laughs> right? No, no. And I get that. that's, you know. But as nice an hobby. offensive lineman, like, <laughs> he's an asshole, but he's an asshole, like, on and off the field. For him, I've sure. just always really liked his. So you like the characters of that. That's season. why. I, yeah, and that's just, it's the first one that came to my mind. Yeah. But how about yourself? I mean, um, so, I mean, I'm talking, like, way, I don't even know how I first saw it. I feel yeah. like I ran into it, and I was like, whoa, what is this? But. First of all, when it comes on, it's during August, so that immediately is like football season is coming. It kind of gets you rolling toward yeah. the start of the season, which is our favorite, and that'll be shown through our enthusiasm. Yeah, Baker when, sucks so. when <laughs> when football season comes. So I love that part of it because it just like you know just being a former football player, I just get pumped up like yeah. watching this stuff because we've been through the not the NFL training camp, but your own training camp. We all know the like what the struggles are and what have you. But I really liked the Bengals actually when and this shows like oh, how yeah. much older we're getting. But Chad yeah. Ochocinco was on that one who yeah. was absolute character. Um and you know, just kind of going through each season there's different stuff that happens. Um when the Dolphins did it, they traded uh Vontae Davis and they just recorded the whole trade thing and like his reaction which was brutal but yeah. you get to see that moment of like damn that guy got traded. So hopefully this season they provide some memorable moments but I'm excited for football season to come and the fact that we're talking about hard knocks now we're getting closer. Yeah, I agree. It's just kind of 
peaking our football love, and this is the kickoff, if you will. And let's like take a step back from pro. <laughs> What's a step before pro? College football. And That's there's right. some big news coming out of there, which mm-hmm. kind of interesting timing now that I think about it. But um, Texas and Oklahoma formally like stopped their media rights to the Big 12 and just applied to the SEC. So my question to you is the Big 12 no more? <sighs> I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can't really give you an answer. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I think it's for sure over. Because I think those two teams carry the those, most market value. Th- that's that's kind of where my mind was going at, right, as you were saying it. I was like, well, the Big 12 is... Those two teams are probably the ones that are really, you know... Driving the ship. Yeah, they're the ones at the forefront of the ship. And... and if they do dip, which they probably will, I mean, they're already in the process. Yeah. So, I don't know the I don't know the whole like I don't know how that works. Very interesting, and the obviously the other Big Twelve teams are upset because they know that this is probably the end of the conference, and each of them is going to have to figure out. Yep. The other ten of them are going to have to figure out which conference to join. So essentially, I mean, Texas and Oklahoma are dissolving a conference and joining the SEC, which. You know, everyone knows is the the most I would, maybe not most powerful conference, but the has the most champions football yeah. wise, so yeah. to speak. So, you know, Texas and Oklahoma are no slouches either. They're good football teams, good football programs. So, with them joining the SEC, is that do you want to see like that type of conference in football where you have you're kind of forming all the best teams are in the yes. same conference? Yeah, I do want that. And you know why? Because if you I mean let's 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 downgrade it, right? Let's just go to high school. California, they have, you know, and let's just break it down to San Diego. There's an open division championship. Those are the best teams, right? I want as a fan, as a coach, as a player, I want the best playing the best. I want it to be I want it to be those games where they're competitive. I don't want fucking blowouts. Yes. That happens, you know, a lot of time, a lot more times than not. There's just going to be a blowout there, but I think what this does is it raises the competitiveness of that division, which to me is fucking great. And you know what? Who really cares? Because <laughs> is <Right>. it <laughs> is it good football or not good football? Right. Because if it's not good football, if I'm watching fucking, you know, Chattanooga and Alabama. Yeah, like, do you think I want to fucking watch that? No one never wants to watch will that ever shit. watch that. I don't even yeah. know why they play those games. That's another side topic. Those but... games should never be fucking no. televised. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Like, yes, oh, Horrible. it's Alabama. Like, oh, that's fucking great. Horrible. I want to watch this. 60 to nothing. It's like, yeah. what are we doing? Why We're wasting time. Why don't Nick Saban's grandson to play? I mean, it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. So, yeah, that's that's kind of my opinion on it. I, I honestly, make it competitive that's where i want it and if if this is how it's gonna be so be it yeah so as you were as you no, it was a good answer as you were talking i was thinking um because at first i think just building a super conference like that could lessen the value of the other conferences sure but if they're gonna build a super conference who's to say you know the big 10 doesn't start building a super conference or the pac-12 yeah doesn't start building a super conference so if the SEC, 
you know, allows Texas and Oklahoma to come in and then they have, you know, all the viewership. Yeah. Guess what the other conferences are going to do. Uh, I don't think it lessens the value of football at all, like you said, because we're going to get these high-caliber games every week, for at least from the SEC. Um, and then the best teams are going to win, and they're going to you know be at the top of the charts. Does that make the SEC uh, you know, unbalanced compared to a Big Ten team? I think that's gone. Yes. Nice. Home run Manny. <laughs> also, like just just to touch on what you're saying there too, is it also sells the schools way more with recruiting. SEC. Yeah. Oh, the well the this move will only benefit the SEC. Uh, the only thing, like just NCAA wise, is are you putting too much of your eggs in the SEC's basket? Is that's that's what I'm thinking. Sure, but who gives? And a then. Shit? So, if you're not in the SEC, and you know it's going to be unbalanced like that, then you have to change your non-conference schedule to be stronger, and probably schedule them on your schedule. Yeah, I mean... It, but, it, I do hate the fact that SEC... And, granted, they are amazing football schools, but usually the like last seed to get into the, um, the college football championship, or... Yeah, that's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. College football championship will always be like an SEC team, like either one or two losses. They'll get the go ahead over a team that's maybe ten and zero from like the Big Ten. But that's because they're playing right, and but that's caliber what, and I don't disagree with that. But <clears throat> that's what you're gonna get when you have the super conference thing. Is that you'll have probably teams with two oh. or three losses that get the go ahead because it's like, well, shit, they played Alabama. You know, they lost Alabama. They lost to Georgia. It's like shit. Are they really that bad? And maybe they're not, but it's 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 going to lessen the value of, let's say, you know, like an Oregon was great and they had the number one offense. Like, can they match up to a one-loss Georgia team? That's the question there. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It kind of, <clears throat> what you're saying kind of gives me a little bit of a different opinion on that. But with that being said... <clears throat> so then... Go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, go because I think I, I think you and I might be thinking the same thing. I think the answer to the question is you expand the college football playoff. That's that exactly yeah. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how where I was going. Yeah. Is you expand you it? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you don't have these, and that's why this problem even exists. Exactly what I just said of the two lost team from the SEC gets more clout than the yep. one lost team from the Pac-12, and whether that's right or wrong, whatever. But you expand the college football playoffs so everyone you just duke it out, and that's really what competition's about. That's how you crown a real champion. Fuck and yeah. if there turns out to be two SEC teams, who gives a shit? Everyone's gonna watch it anyway. So, no, but you know what? If it's two SEC teams, you're able to see how the, the fuck they right, got there, right? And and if and the difference of level of play, right? Exactly. Like I, to me, I mean, it's funny that you and I were exact thinking exactly yeah, the same yeah, way. I didn't know you were going with that. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, this brain works a little weird, but it was working right there. <laughs> but so does this one. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I would love to see that. Plus, I mean, in our minds, it adds more high caliber football games. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Dude. I mean, the college football playoff minus Notre Dame being involved, which that's my team. We always blow it. But if you get the best teams in there, like that's good football more yeah. often than not. Um, 
So I do mean, I want a blowout? No, I want their shit to be yeah, competitive. Like Ohio State and Clemson games the last two years have been absolutely phenomenal. Exactly. Usually in the past like five years, the national champion has been pretty dominant. But I mean, that's why they're the national champion. So, I mean, once you expand the playoff, you're gonna get more, especially with everything on the line too. You're gonna get everything at stake type football and still kids are 19 to 23 so there's going to be that you know that level of air that's going to make the difference in the game that makes it that great game i think also to what you're saying and this is just what i want is i want games where i'm on my like where i'm on pins and needles right i don't want games where and i'm just using alabama but like alabama just blowing someone out and and that's happening well you're using them because they've been the you know, dominant, dominant team. team of the decade. Exactly. Say. And with this shift, does it add more of a wrinkle or s- another team that can shift into that and potentially be like, well, fuck this. We're going to, you know. Yeah. I mean, and who, I, who knows? And to that point, and, I think college football shifts itself after two of, you know, Texas hasn't really been involved, but they've had some good years. Oklahoma is usually involved. Yeah. Um, and I think they're moving to the SEC because they're like, you know what? We're involved, but we never make that leap to the national championship. And is so our consistency, yeah. it, it, like it, us pushing us in there, is is our consistency now where like, hey, we're playing these bigger teams, right. better teams. Like, it's only going to make us better. Right. And and it, I hate to say this, but I'm I'm thinking of Cathedral right now. I mean, look at what Cathedral has done. We play teams yeah. out of our conference. I mean, fuck. Play like, the best and... You, play the best, you have be to the best. Yeah. You play well, you the have, best, exactly. You have to adjust. Or you're going to get your ass beat. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if Texas goes in there and they play how they do in the Big 12, they might go, like, 1 in 10. But that's what they're going to try to avoid, too, and that's why they're joining the SEC because, you you know, you're with the dogs now. You're with the, the top teams in the country, so... Yeah, and you know that they're... You know, yeah. if this all goes through and everything works out like right. how it's supposed to be... You know that Oklahoma and Texas are going to have a huge target on them. Oh yeah, because they're they're yeah. going to be like, I mean, if I'm if I'm any team in the SEC, I'm telling my boys, yo, we're fucking this team yeah. up. We're showing them we're that the they real should... SEC schools. Yes, let's show them why we're... they're not. Yeah, and yeah. now now you also flip the side of that, right? If you're Texas or Oklahoma, you're going, boys, we're showing these guys that we need to be yeah, here. We belong, and and, yeah. and I mean, it it, it it's kind of mind fucking me right now because it's like <laughs> who knows how those games yeah. are going to go well that then we're going to tune in right yeah we, we want to see I, i'm getting excited and the yeah, game's not even we're, happening we're going to see how texas <clears throat> plays the texas a&m right yeah we're going to see how oklahoma matches up with auburn and also i'm not really least, a big texas a&m guy, at least but, you know i'm gonna let it go <laughs> you know they're sometimes they're good sometimes they're not yeah, i, I, don't I feel know like they get a lot of chances too by the way yeah. A lot of SEC schools, besides like Arkansas, get so many chances to be in the top ten too. That's a different story, but that's a that's anyways, a rabbit hole we can we, really go down. We want to see how these teams are gonna be in the SEC. Yeah. So, yes. like I said, we're open to it. The playoff will be expanded. Mark my words, there will be more super conferences. I'm sure, and maybe just a restructure of how it is to begin with. Anyway, I would love to see the playoff situation. Um, Kind of get changed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, you get like 106 bowl games anyway. Why don't you put, well, I would say, like 12 to 16 teams 
in a bracket and see what happens. You know? That's, I mean, it, to me it adds this higher, if we go down that 12, yeah. what did you say, 12 to 16? 12 to 16, team? yeah. 12 to 16 teams, it adds this depth of, like, what what is happening? What yeah. can and happen? And, I mean, if you go to basketball, that's what – they go uh, – I don't know how many teams are in there, but they have 16 seeds and in each bracket. Yeah. So that's a lot of teams. So if the NCAA's fear is that uh, we don't want Alabama to lose to, you know, number 16 in the country like they don't deserve to be imagine making to. imagine making it like march madness like that's what i'm saying though. Like, like that's what it should like not to that level but a 16 team playoff the best team will come out of that and maybe they make a great run but that's good football yeah and i think it adds one it adds more games for us like hey i want yeah it's a it adds more. a whole different dynamic like yeah okay number one in the country needs to win three games to be the champion it's not. And then if that's really that not that less, bad. And look, if teams like, let's say someone else, I want to say Alabama all the time, like uh, Ohio State, Oregon, Ohio State. Yeah. Like, we're not watching them play freaking like Chattanooga all the time. No, we're not watching them play like Delaware State. I think what we're it does to raise their level of competition. To yeah, get to and, that level. yeah, and also too, it gets it gives us the opportunity to see a lot more. You know diversity with the games too, and yeah. I, I think I don't know. You know we're just solving NCAA problems <laughs> left and right. I mean, you know, I don't, just one Tuesday night at a time. That's well, fuck yeah, fuck. They haven't figured it out in one hundred and forty years. They can use no, I mean, fuck. They're still figuring <laughs> shit out. Padres are up seven three on the A's. Fantastic. Not a topic, but that's what we're watching because it's yeah. Tuesday, and that's what Sports Banter does. You think this is just a one day thing? Hell no. No, it's a lifestyle. That's right, baby. It's a lifestyle. So, from the top, you know we do this thing. Talked about the Cleveland Guardians a little well, before bit. Before that. We oh, yeah, about you're right. Blog, baby. We got a blog coming out. Or, no, it's, it's out. It's out. It's been out. It's out. And if you don't know about Check it, it out. know about it. We're, we're adding to it daily. So, I mean, we got shit to say whether it's on this or on that. So, we're just got, look, like we say on all these episodes, we're growing. That's right. And that's just another thing that we got going on that we've got cooked up. So, fired up about that. Um, and like I mentioned on the post, if you want to be featured on that, DM us and we'll see if it's, you know, fits our uh, fancy. That's right. But then... <laughs> we, control, we control this, so we can do whatever right. we want. But then we talked about the Cleveland Guardians. McCardle offered some some solid... History That's on right. the city of Cleveland. <laughs> uh, I'm out on the name. Seems like McCardle's okay with it. 50-50, if that. Yeah. Well, when you brought up the whole like minor league team. I'm, oh, yeah. The I'm, logo, I, I'm never going to be in on that. No, fuck no. That a, thing a, letter, like a letter with wings on it. Like, Honestly, I don't even know if that name is going to stick. No. So that would be interesting to see. But that happened. Uh, we got the trade deadline Friday, which is going to be... So we kind of touched on it. you know. We, I know we talk a lot about the Padres and what they're going to do. But next week we'll talk about who went where, and it'll probably be more diverse. and Especially because you know the Dodgers got something up their sleeve. Those fuckers. That's going to do something to us. So we'll see what happens there. But there's going to be a lot of moving, uh, moving parts, mm-hmm. including potentially our starting first baseman. I don't know. Um, we also got hard knocks with the Cowboys starting next week. Yeah, and they're... 
preschool fucking football field that they play on. <laughs> we are not Cowboys fans. Fuck so no. there's going to be a highly critical analysis week in, week out. Jesus Christ. Uh, who's it? Is it McCarthy as the head coach? Oh, jeez. Oh, my That's God. That's terrible. Fucking Former guy, Packer. Guy got one. Guy has one eye on the field. He the looks other like, one is looking for beer in the stands. He looks like an Eminem. Let's just put it that way. Looks like a peanut Eminem. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> let's skip over Mike. <laughs> but the Cowboys are going to be covered this year. We'll see what kind. Imagine of... him doing a fucking interview for Hard Knocks. <laughs> are you serious? That's going to suck. Uh, yeah, he's well, the worst. You know, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's I kind, don't of, know. kind of a hard question. Does huh? someone have a hot dog? I don't yeah, know what's going on here. He's brutal. He is a brutal human <clears> to listen to. So hopefully they. Cut down a lot. COVID his, wasn't good to him. But I do want to see what kind of, you know, new guys that we don't know about are fighting for a spot and who makes it at the, yeah. the last day. Um, you know, I'm sure they're going to get in some inner squad. Not inner squad, but this sounds really they do bad. the practice with, like, the Cowboys and, like, Rams, let's say, and they always fight. Yeah, I will say I don't really like the way Dak Prescott talks. So. <laughs> That's going to fucking just kill me. Is he? He's a Mississippi guy? Is that right? I don't know. I just I don't, don't like how he talks. Right. You don't like the Cowboys. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, at least not the Browns. Like it was, what, three, two years ago? Did you watch that? Yeah, that was Baker's. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was some good stuff because they're a horrible team. Yeah, but but, Baker fucking sucks. Yeah. I think that was his rookie year. And then, so that's done. Hard knocks. <laughs> I will be watching. Although, Cowboys, whatever. NFC least. But lastly, covered <laughs> covered the Big 12, probably dissolving after mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma are leaving for the SEC. Just and we have a lot it. to talk about there. I like that. We're going to probably be, I mean, once college football comes and football comes, yikes, because there's going to be a lot oh, yeah. of banter. That's right, baby. To be had. Any uh, parting words? No, I love people. this. Uh, thank you, everyone, for dealing with my, uh, you know, Wee voice City. Wee's City, yeah. <laughs> you know, polar bear sitting in the Antarctica, a little right. too hard. It's, uh, yeah. Um, but no, I'm loving this. Thank you, guys. I love the, uh, love the blog as well. Uh, get in on that. Also, uh, just get in on the likes, interacting with the page. Uh, we got a lot of cool shit going on, yeah. and we're trying to get more. Um, if you guys have, my biggest thing is if anyone has any ideas or comments on what we should be doing or something that we need to change, I mean, that's, what's cool about this. Rick yeah, and I are pretty you know, easy to everything. Yeah. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. Uh, we've been saying that from the beginning cause we want to, you know, we just want to get better at this. We like the Padres. We want to, we want the fans to be involved, baby. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> get involved. Yeah. We love the, we love the talk obviously. And that's why we have this deal to begin with. But for episode 28, Sports Banter, out.